G'day, it's Lisa Testart and you're in for another episode of Surviving the Legal System with a Narcopath in Australia. Sometimes these are, <clears throat> these are difficult things to talk about. Sometimes you need to hold your cat have a stiff drink and cry because no matter how strong you are no matter how people perceive you these are still the painful soul-breaking harm that these people who say they love you this is the harm this is the harm they do to you and it's real and I don't care who who sees my tears or who, who hears them because they're real and that was part of the reason why when everything imploded with my ex-husband nobody saw me because I'm high-functioning. I have really, really good dissociation skills. So I can turn off the tap. I can turn off the tears. And I can pull myself together. And I can present calmly and rationally. And it makes people think that there's nothing to see there, nothing. Because you revert back. <clears throat> you revert back to the behaviours that you had to rely on in order to be safe. I didn't know what was happening You live in a world of make-believe and fantasy. Nothing makes sense. You have no up or down. You don't know which way is right or which way is wrong. Everything is your responsibility to fix. And this is, this is, this is the fallout. This is, this is, it's not broken bones. I don't have bruises. And neither do the others. We all have just, 
We all have the scars inside. We carry the pain and the trauma and the, God help me, we carry the desire to just not live that most of you don't even see. You don't see when we are so beside ourselves with grief and pain that nothing settles us. This is what it's like. This is what it's like to remember to be back in it. And so, I had 10 years and I loved him so much. I thought that I was the one that had to do all the work. You know, it was very strange to be finally recognising that there were things that I had just not recognised. When, when he finally let the mask slip, that was that was a result of three days without sex. Could you imagine, can can you imagine any normal person threatening you, telling you how close you were to being physically harmed because you had dared, dared, had the audacity to confront them for their passive-aggressive behaviour. And you know what that passive-aggressive behaviour was? He called me Lisa. That doesn't sound like much, does it? Everybody's got a first name. My first name's Lisa. But I'd been called honey, babe, darling for a decade. And the only time my first name of Lisa was used was either when we were in public in certain circumstances or when I was in trouble. And I was in deep trouble. I was in deep deep trouble, three days of being called Lisa. So on Australia Day 2019, 
I got threatened. I got told that I was this close to being hit. That I, that I was so close. And God fucking help me. It was the first time I said to a man, well, why don't you just fucking hit me and get it out of your system? I'm so ashamed. And that came because I dared for the second time in our relationship to send a message to my husband that wasn't carefully crafted, wasn't carefully and thoughtfully, methodically worked over to make sure I had the tone right, to make sure I didn't say something that could be misinterpreted. The last time I did that was the year before. And uh, I got a huge apology then. I got, you know, um, got an apology from him for raping me all these years. Um, but that didn't amount to much. Words were just so cheap to this man. You learn that words are worth nothing with these people. Words are just, they're just throwaways. They're disposable. They have no meaning. They have nothing. These people are ruthless. Pathologically incapable of telling the truth. Dishonest. And they hide in plain sight. For ten years, I did not realise what he was doing when he called me babe. Baby. Babe, darling, honey. It's a level of depersonalization I recognized in others, and I would talk to them, talk to clients, family law clients, but I didn't see it when it was done to me. I, I saw it in the way that he spoke about former partners, ex-wife number one, ex-wife number two, ex-wife number three, never had their name used. Or if he did use their name, it was to, to demean them. But it was about not having to remember. If you don't call someone by their name, you don't have to fucking worry about remembering their name, do you? So I hate being called babe and darling and honey. My name's Lisa. 
My name's fucking Lisa Testart. Do you all hear that? Do you, my ex-husband, do you hear it? My name's Lisa. And don't you ever forget it.